Welcome, true crime fans. It's TJ, the weirdo with a beardo, and it's time once again for True Crime Tuesday. This week, episode number 31, The Mysterious D.B. Cooper. On November 24, 1971, Dan Cooper was a passenger on Northwest Airlines Flight 305, traveling from Portland to Seattle, Washington. Other passengers and crew members describe him as a man in his mid-40s, dressed in a dark suit, a neatly pressed white collared shirt, with a black tie. He took a seat on the airplane, lit up a cigarette, and ordered a bourbon and soda. Shortly after takeoff, he handed a note to a young flight attendant, who, thinking it was just the strange man's phone number, originally ignored it. That was until the man leaned over to her and said, Miss, you better look at that note. I have a bomb. It's tough to say what exactly was on the note since he snatched it back shortly after she'd read it. But a portion of the note instructed the young woman to sit next to him, where he opened an attaché case which contained what looked like eight red cylinders and wires attached to a large battery. Supposedly, the bomb the man claimed to have. Sources say Dan Cooper then demanded $200,000 cash, four parachutes, and a fuel truck standing by in Seattle to refuel the plane once it landed. The flight attendant took the demands to the pilot, who in turn passed them along to the president of the airline, who agreed to cooperate fully. For the next two hours, the plane circled the Puget Sound, while Seattle police and the FBI scrambled to meet all of Cooper's demands. Unbeknownst to the rest of the passengers, who were blissfully unaware that the plane was being hijacked. When the plane landed, all of the plane's passengers and two of the crew members were able to leave the plane. From there, Cooper, who was said to be calm, collected, well-spoken, and polite, outlined his plan to the crew members. Setting out on a southeasterly course toward Mexico with a fuel stop in Nevada, the plane took off a few hours later, around 7.40 p.m. During this flight, Cooper instructed the young flight attendant to take the rest of the crew into the cockpit and lock the door. Soon after, a warning light flashed in the cockpit to alert the crew that the plane's air stair door had been opened. When the plane finally landed in Reno, Nevada around 10.15 that night, after an exhaustive search by state and local police, sheriffs, and the FBI, Cooper was nowhere to be found. When the media picked up the story, they mistakenly began referring to Dan Cooper as D.B. Cooper, the name of an alleged suspect who was later dismissed, but the name stuck. A massive manhunt followed, which didn't turn up any leads, and none of the bills for the ransom money had ever been used. No remains were ever found, and no one ever heard from the band mistakenly known as D.B. Cooper ever again. However, in February of 1980, an eight-year-old boy who was vacationing with his family in northern Washington came across several packets of bills that were used in the ransom, which were easily identified by their serial numbers, leading to another extensive search for Cooper, which again, turned up nothing. And the only evidence anyone could ever come up with was inconclusive DNA samples gained from the tie and tie clip the man left behind before he disappeared. The FBI and other government agencies have continued the search for Cooper for nearly 50 years, having processed over a thousand serious suspects to no avail. But the mysterious events did have a series of major impacts on airline travel, including the FAA's mandatory search of all passengers and their bags beginning in 1973. 
So the next time you board an airplane and have to pass through tight airport security, you can trace back its roots to the mysterious man known as D.B. Cooper. And that is this week's episode of True Crime Tuesday, episode 31, The Mysterious D.B. Cooper. Join me every Tuesday afternoon for more tales of true crimes, unsolved mysteries, and more. In the meantime, download the Odyssey app and listen to all of our previous True Crime Tuesday episodes. We'll see you next week.